So we've gone through, you know, a handful of the East Valley cities didn't touch Queen Creek. It's That'll a little bit one. further south. Um, <laughs> yeah. Queen Creek is another one. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, but on the count of three, I just want to see if we can do this. Out of the cities that we talked about, what city has the most bang for your buck? Ready? One, two, three. Hey, y'all, Katie here with Team Evo AZ. Thank you so much for following us and listening to our podcast. Here is season three, and we are super excited for this season. As you know, we are based in the Phoenix, Arizona area, servicing buyers and sellers throughout the Valley. But what you might not have known is we are expanding nationwide. So if you know of anyone that might be looking to get into the real estate business or needs to buy or sell a property, but it is not in Arizona, we can still help. Please feel free to message us and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, it's Katie and Matt. We are that real estate married couple talking a lot about real estate and a little bit about life in the Phoenix area. Or vice versa. A little bit about life and a lot about real estate. No, I didn't vice versa it. Haha, <laughs> 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 ha, tricked you there. Uh, we are here again and with our and with our uh, absolute superstar, rock star, buyer's agent, Alex DeRuger. We have not had him on the show in a couple of weeks. Welcome, Alex. Welcome, What's Alex. Up, everybody? Welcome. Thank you for having me. About time. Right, right. I know. We love, we love having Alex on for all sorts of reasons, but the biggest reason is because he works uh, a lot with our buyers. This, this boy is out day in and day out. <laughs> yes, night in, night out. Yes, going through homes <laughs> and, and working with our buyers. So I really feel like you're kind of on the leading edge. Like you're, you're right there. You, you pro probably from the top of your head have a, a vast amount of information to help your buyers along just because you're doing it every day, just because you're looking at these houses day in and day out, just because you're dealing with buyers and their situations on a regular. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit, uh, mainly focus on the East Valley today, but I wanted to talk a little bit about pricing. What basically the we know that the four hundred thousand dollar price point is a fairly popular price point, right? When we look at the showings for the East Valley, we're looking, you know, between three hundred and five hundred is where the majority of our showings are happening, and that's probably because that's where the majority of our price points are falling yep. in terms of inventory, right? Um, but can we dig into that a little bit? Because obviously Scottsdale is going to be a little bit different in terms of pricing from Chandler. Um, Gilbert's going to be a little bit different in terms of pricing from Mesa. So as our buyers are, are kind of comparing these cities to each other and figuring out where they really want to be in terms of their budget and the things you know that they're looking for, um, I, I feel like it's really important information to compare all of that. Absolutely. I agree. Um, you know, when you're, when every single, especially out of state clients, when, when they're coming from, uh, different states, they don't really know. I mean, the town's really well. Right. Um, and, and each, each area you're going to get like for Scottsdale, for instance, the further you go South, the, the lower the price, the higher you go North, the higher the price. Right. Not a lot of people know that. I mean, if they're moving from out of state, um, Mesa is kind of like, um, you know, it has its like little pockets where they're expensive in Northeast and then there's certain, uh, more affordable, uh, more central. So, you know, it's, I think, um, talking about pricing is, 
is a very important subject just to let know people people to know what they're getting into when they're searching uh, for a certain criteria in different different cities. So if my price point, so if I'm your buyer and my price point or my budget is, you know, about at the 400,000 mark and I come mm -hmm. to you and I'm from out of town or I'm not real familiar with the area and it kind of doesn't matter. I could live in Scottsdale, I could live in Mesa, I can live in Chandler. What kinds of conversations would you be having with me to help me narrow that down? Well, I, I think the best thing to do is definitely get a feel for what they're looking for in community. Um, which is, uh, you know, how, how close they want to be to certain shopping and all of that and the type of home they want to get as well. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously, I, going based off a prequal letter or prequalification letter, uh, a loan approval letter to see what they can purchase is always great. Um, but seeing what type of home they want and the type of community they want is, is a great start as well. Um, then you can kind of mix and match and tell them about different cities and the affordability of each city um, to go on from there. Um, especially with out-of-state clients, uh, it depends on what they can afford. I really like to show them each one of their, those cities mm -hmm. because they can get a different feel for each one. What that community looks like, uh, the proximity to different shopping, um, the pricing of those neighborhoods, all of that. So I really like to, to kind of get a feel in that sort of way. Yeah, and, and that's that's extremely important because, you know, especially when we're moving in such a high-paced market, and I'm sure you're seeing this with your buyers, we are, and th there's just so many decisions to make quickly. And, mm -hmm. you know, the last thing that we want any buyer to do, especially an out-of-state buyer, is kind of second-guess that decision, what we call buyer's remorse. So if you're not doing your research and kind of putting your toe in each of these markets and feeling what the communities offer, feeling proximity, travel, all that stuff that you need, and you just jump right in based on your initial feeling of something, you might find yourself kind of going, oh, shit, maybe I should have looked at a different place or second guessing um, your decisions. And that's that. And I think a lot of people end up doing that. A lot of especially inexperienced agents, they don't really guide and challenge what their buyers want they kind of just are yes men or women and say okay yeah this is where you need to be where i know you and especially me and, and kate everyone on the team is we really push to say hey let's challenge that if you're not familiar with this area let's go drive around gilbert and chandler let's go drive around tempe and you know in these various areas so you can really see these things before you decide what area you want to focus on yeah, oh, yeah, I think that's giant. Um, and I know that you really educate your buyers quite a bit. So I know the answers to these questions, but our audience doesn't. Um, if, if say again, I'm new, I'm from out of town, I'm your new buyer. Hi. Um, <laughs> if you were to describe the East Valley cities to me briefly, beginning with Scottsdale, how would you describe each city? Well, Scottsdale's got a uh a different vibe from when you're going from, you know, South to North, I guess you could say. Right. Um, when you're, when you're talking about South Scottsdale and the old town area, you're going to have a younger community there. You're going to have more of, uh, you know, maybe a, a bachelor type, uh, type community there, or maybe just a couple or a couple with one child there. Mm -hmm. That's what you kind of see in that area. They're going to be uh, more, uh, more dining in those areas, more uh, high-end restaurant, yeah. uh, more shopping because you're right next to the, um, the fashion center. 
um, and you're you're uh, a couple minutes away from Arcadia as well. So I, I feel like Scottsdale is all about nightlife, entertaining, yep. uh, and shopping. Uh, that's how I subscribe it as far as South Scottsdale and Old Town. The more you go uh, north, so let's start going a little bit north. You're inching towards McCormick Ranch um, area, and then you're you're getting closer to Chaparral, um, Indian Bend, uh, McCormick Ranch, and all of that, Via Linda, all of those. That you're going to start getting um, more of familial. Uh, the, the prices are going to start jumping up because yeah. you're getting closer to Lincoln and Paradise Valley. Um, they're right over there. You're getting the Ritz Carlton that's getting built. Uh, you're getting all the high end, uh, hotels that are all around that, that way. And then you're also getting larger, uh, newer builds from, I mean, uh, McCormick ranch homes were built in the sixties, uh, seventies, but you're also getting nineties built homes. Yeah. They're a little bit bigger. They're more built for family. You're getting a better school rating in those areas, um, and all of that. And then you're going to start getting to central Scottsdale. Um, where you guys have a property yes. um, right off Shea um, and then 85254 where uh, they say is the magic zip code because you have um, the Paradise Valley uh, school districts right there. And then your your pricing gets higher and higher and the, the houses also get bigger as well. Um, and then north of that, north of the 101, you start getting to that natural desert um, environment where you got Troon and you got the big custom homes DC into equestrian. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're going to start getting up into that area. Yep. Yep. And then, I mean, and, and right there, they're, they're not too far from your, you're more closer to shopping in central Scottsdale because you got the Kierlin area, but north of the one-on-one you're you got more of that, uh, you know, desert vibe to it, the more custom homes. They're a little bit further out. They like to be a little bit secluded. You got a lot of golf courses up there too. Yeah. Um, so that's how I kind of subscribe, uh, describe Scottsdale. Did I, did I do, uh, did I do, I did great. <laughs> you, do you need a job? Would you like to be on the team? Yeah. Cause I think you did fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so, so me little buyer, I'm approved to yeah. 400,000 and I want to shop in Scottsdale. Am I going to be able to do that, Alex? Very rough. Um, right now, um, if you do a basic search for a single family home, um, with active active homes and coming soon, active meaning they're on the market. There's zero single family home, three bed, two bath available in Scottsdale. All of Scottsdale. Scottsdale's All huge. Scottsdale. So if you're if you're going to be looking under four hundred thousand in Scottsdale, you're going to be looking for a townhouse or a condo. Um, you know, typically a two bedroom, two bath, but that's still a good price range if you want to get like really close to Old Town mm-hmm. or even a really nice area in, in Central Scottsdale and the good zip codes. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are great starter properties. If you're, if you're definitely like a starter, like a first time home buyer, or if you're moving newly from, uh, from a different state, those are great because I mean, though the, the amount of equity people get in those properties, because they're so popular, they're, they're closer to, um, shopping and, and entertaining. Those are great properties. Even if you still have to, I'm not saying conform, but even if you still have to shop for a townhouse or a condo, right. Right. you know, so I like that advice because if you're like us and you start to, you purchase properties to put in your portfolio, your investment portfolio, you know, later on in life, those are great too. Those are really great rentals. You know, and especially if you're that out-of-state person um, that might be a little unsure of how long you're going to spend in Arizona, Mm. you know, you could be, you could have that job that might make you travel, 
Um, there could be the others, those other things. So when you end up having that condo or townhome type property, you, you're not as responsible for all of the maintenance that comes along with it. Your mm -hmm. HOA is going to cover most of the time. You have a blanket roof insurance policy. The grounds are covered. Um, you're not having to worry about all these little extra things. It's more of a lock and leave type lifestyle. And, and I think that's really appealing, especially to our generation, people that are saying, okay, you know what, I'm, I'm in my mid thirties and it's time to buckle down and get some, some ownership here, but I'm not sure where I'm going to be at in the next couple of years. This is perfect. Cause you know, you're going to be able to rent it out. Um, and it could turn into just a really good investment. He thinks he's in his mid thirties. I he said that, to, I said that to face. Alex <laughs> and, I, and I like to live young, you know, <laughs> you know, the older I get, the cooler I was. Yep, you know? Exactly. <laughs> so, let's, I agree 100%. so let's move a little further South into the East Valley. Same thing. I'm a buyer, 400,000. We can get into what's available after you describe Tempe to me. How would you describe Tempe? So Tempe, you got, uh, I guess you could say three parts kind of as well. So you got right into downtown Tempe by Mill Avenue, um, right by the uh, ASU campus. Um, obviously, you're going to get a younger crowd there. You're yeah. going to get a lot of apartments, uh, a lot of condos right in that that area. And I'm, I'm talking more more so apartments because they're stuffing as many people as they can yeah. in downtown Tempe right now. Um, but uh, those, I mean, Tempe, it's, it's funny what you're seeing right now is you're actually seeing less ASU students in, uh, in and around campus because rents are kind of getting really expensive there because real estate in Tempe is really expensive as well. Yeah. Um, so, you, I mean, so I'm not going to lie, you're not getting as many uh, ASU students um, as, uh, as typical around campus because it's getting uh, pretty dang expensive unless that... Um, unless that ASU parent has bought them a house and then let their kids in there. And that happens. But, um, yeah. And that happens. But, it, but typically around uh, campus, you're still going to get a lot of single family homes, uh, three bed, two bath, and doing like a quick search right now in Tempe. Let's see what you can get for under 400. Um, and Tempe's interesting. Tempe's, you know, I mean, they have they have historic homes. They have yeah. homes that were built in the early 1900s, especially around ASU. Yeah. So you're going to have that pocket. A lot of these homes have larger lots, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, oh, but yeah. you'd be shocked on the on the price, especially when you're within proximity of ASU. Um, but you know that that then that extends, and you get you know into the, a lot of the 70s built homes that are going to be you know a little bit more spacious. Um, two to three miles from campus, and then it just kind of goes out. What did yeah. you find? So under four hundred thousand, you have ten homes available in Tempe. In the entire um, city. Yeah, in the entire city, and and Tempe's pretty large too. So and 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 go go to what I'm saying. You're you're most likely going to be on those outskirts outskirts to uh, afford. Um, Tempe under 400,000. Yeah. You're going to be closer to Baseline and Hardy, yeah. uh, which there's a couple of available homes there, or you're going to be closer to University in the 101, Apache in the 101, right, as you're getting closer to Mesa or even crossing Mesa near that canal right there. Um, so that's where you're going to get more affordable properties in Tempe. When you start to get more inner Tempe, it's going to get a lot more expensive. 
Um, and just like you said, you're going to get a lot more 50s and 60s ranch style houses, um, larger lots, which are very cool. Typical three bed, two bath ranch style homes, anywhere from 1600 or even 13, 1300 to 2200 square feet um, in, in and around um, Mill Avenue. You have that cool historic district right there. Uh, where you got these huge lots, you got some um, cool homes with guest houses right over there. Right under that, you have Hudson Manor, where they have the um, the the big lot homes, mid century style, so cool. Those are I mean, so those cool. those are going seven hundred, eight hundreds. Yeah. Um, and then once you get um, once you sorry about that, guys. That's once okay. you get south of the sixty, um, and and more south east of the 60 um you're gonna start to get newer newer style properties once you get to that tempe chandler border uh more 90s homes larger larger houses um and you out you also i believe do you do you share some of kyrene school district as you, yes yeah. yes in in tempe so you're gonna you're gonna um share in tempe chandler border you're gonna share some of uh chandler's um uh, school district right there so you see a lot more families around that way mm -hmm. um so so yeah that's um, which is in you know, that, that area of tempe is extremely popular just because of its proximity to intel yep. a lot of these other areas so you kind of you're like in this hot spot between kind of asu intel this whole kind of south eastern feeling of the valley mm -hmm. uh, proximity is close you're still 15 minutes from the airport um from cool. everything from everything i yeah. think you can get anywhere in 15 yeah. minutes pretty much yeah <laughs> yeah the ease of getting to the 10 the 60 or the 101 in tempe is just yeah. it's just very simple um i will tell you what the, the closer you're going to get to asu the more traffic you're going to get because yeah. they just keep on getting more and more kids inside that school and it's just getting uh, you know around university of apache it's getting a little busy yeah totally true so same question with chandler Okay. Gilbert Chandler. Yeah. If you're doing well, Chandler, yeah, Chandler yeah. go to Gilbert. Okay. 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 Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, Chandler's got like an interesting different, like, like way of how it's formed. Um, you got South Chandler, um, where, where it's right just South of that, that Tempe border. Um, really, really lovely area. You got Warner ranch there. You got nicer mm. shopping. That, that is honestly considered now like older part of Chandler. Those homes were built in the nineties, yeah. some late eighties, um, really nice areas there. You got great shopping there. You got Chandler fashion. You got the mall right off of um, Chandler Boulevard in the one Oh one. You got Warner ranch. That's uh, within uh, Ray and Kyrene. And then th that goes a block across Warner ranch is also connected to Tempe as well. So there's a Tempe Warner ranch and a Chandler Warner ranch. Um, that also borders Ahwatukee. So you get all the shopping um, from Ahwatukee right off the 10 and Ray, which is really nice. But the, as far as homes under 400,000 there, I haven't seen a home under 400,000 there in, in so long. There's a little pocket right next to Chandler Fashion, just north of it, older homes. I'm talking probably yeah. 70s. Yeah. That's the only pocket. I may be able to get homes under 400,000. Yep, you're right. And not too far from downtown Chandler too, kind of south, yeah. like around the uh, Chandler Boulevard and Ray. Um, yeah. There's there's a couple, but you're right. They're older. 
They're single level ranch style, smaller. Um, but downtown Chandler's actually gotten pretty cool in the last couple of years. Oh my gosh. I mean, you drive yeah. through there, it's it's gone through the same transformation that downtown Gilbert has done. Right. Um, they they've put a lot of new bars and restaurants down there. It's super cool. Now, if you're looking for a home in in uh in Chandler under 400000 that's where you're gonna get the luck, like you said. Um, near downtown Chandler, uh, east of the the 101. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you can small you can find uh, pockets with smaller homes there, um, and where you can get some some success in finding homes over there. But downtown Chandler homes are very uh, similar to to Tempe homes in some mm-hmm. sort of way because you got the the typical ranch style, uh, three bed two bath, um, some with carports, some with single car garages. Uh, a little bit bigger lots and stuff like that. But sometimes you can find gems around them. Yeah. And they're going to be a little bit newer. Chandler is going to be like that same kind of size that you'd see in Tempe. Chandler, you're going to have probably a five to 10 years newer. You're not going to be worrying as much about drain sewer lines and all this stuff that's very typical in Tempe. And beware if anyone's looking in Tempe and saying, hey, I found this really good deal. Um, be very careful. Oh yes. We've been yeah, through that. Be very we? careful. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and that's so true. There are a few historic, uh, properties still a couple of, uh, you know, around downtown Chandler. So those are obviously going to be, you know, earlier 1900 builds, but uh, other yep. than that, yeah. I mean, I totally agree with you guys. And it, and it's crazy how big it is because South Chandler goes what clear down to rigs. Yeah. And then, yeah, you start talking about South of the 202. The Acatillo area, rigs, beautiful yeah, there. All the lakes. yeah, and then oh, that—that's yeah. when your 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 prices just shoot up. You probably can't find anything under five hundred thousand in those areas. No. Oh no. Let me even see. I totally agree. And that that area is also really big for that's where a lot of the East Valley retirement is. It's all along that you know what I mean Sun Lakes. Yeah. It's all along that 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 fur almost the far south reach of Chandler is all fifty five plus and. But beauty, I mean, we're talking expensive 55 plus. There's a few pockets of smaller, maybe module style homes, but then you're talking about some really nice homes. Really nice stuff. Sunlight is beautiful. It is. And surprisingly close to the 10, which a lot of people don't think about. It's actually pretty convenient to hop on the 10. And you're right in Phoenix. Like, you know, I mean, it's really not that far. Yeah. Oh, it's not hard at all to get to Sun Lakes. It's mm. Very easy. Yeah. You just hop on the 10, you take it straight down to Riggs, and then you're there. So. That's, it. That's it. Yeah. Do you get anything under 500? Yeah. So you got two homes just outside Acatillo that are available 440 and 475. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you get closer, um, we just sold a home in this Cooper Common, Sun Groves. Uh, Riggs in Val Vista, Riggs in Gilbert. You actually have those uh, smaller, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, smaller lot, 3,000 square foot lot. But yeah. They put the the two, two uh, the, the what's it called? Two-story two homes stories on them. Two stories or three. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Those starter homes over there, you can actually find those for under 500,000. Mm-hmm. Those are nice starter homes right there. Um, but yeah, Sun Groves and Cooper Commons are going to be the typical, two typical neighborhoods where you can find them, you know, actually even around the fours. Um but other than that, outside of that, when you're talking about Alcatillo um, and all of those lay areas, it's going to be very hard. And then you got a lot of custom home neighborhoods over there, too. Yeah, a bunch of gated, all kinds of fun stuff. There's, um, 
you know, some lakes in that Ocotillo area, beautiful homes on those lakes. I mean, that's just, it's so cool. All right. Same question. Gilbert. Gilbert. Yeah. Um, Gilbert, uh, you're going to get, you're going to get a lot of uh, newer homes in Gilbert. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it depends on where you're going, I guess you right. could say. Now, yeah. So when you're getting closer to central Gilbert, um, to the downtown area, you're going to see a lot more um, 80s, 90s built homes. And then you have this little pocket where you got a couple of 60s um, built ranch style homes, which are there's absolutely some historic gorgeous. There too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's some historic things that those are going through a whole turnaround, um, which is really cool. I like how people are kind of putting an emphasis on there because they're so rare yeah. in Gilbert. Um, and, um, and then you have probably another area where, you have some starter homes that you may be able to find in, in Gilbert is the islands area. You got some, some of the, some one part, one subdivision of the island. You have this really small lot area um, where, where you can find some, some good starter homes there. Um, closer you get like uh, you got like Val Vista lakes area and all that. Those homes are all built in the nineties. Sometimes you can find homes closer to four hundreds. Um, and then as you start getting southeast, south of the 202 or closer to the 202, southeast of the 202, you start getting to, um, oh my gosh, uh, uh, Lionsgate, um, uh, what's the one? Agritopia. Agritopia, those newer properties all built in the 2000s, 2010s, um, some zero lot line homes. There is a big popularity for those homes right now. Um, and, and those homes are, have shot up in prices. Oh, those yeah. you can't, you, you can't find those south of 400s now. Um, those are all going uh, north of 400. Um, nice starter homes, nice ones over there. Um, and good then location. Other, great location right off the 202. You can get to Queen Creek very easily. You can get to Chandler very easily. Um, but those, those have shot up in prices, but right now, I mean, if you, if you combine Chandler and Gilbert, I think there's only, there's only three homes right now active and coming soon in Gilbert for under 400,000. It's crazy. And Gilbert goes again, clear down to Riggs also. Yep. Yeah, so to yep. Riggs. Yeah. All the way up to Queen Creek and that little, that, that whole area up there is actually now luxury. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they've, they're literally, they're. They're, they're pulling some big prices up there, brand new custom homes. And a lot of people are going that way, especially out of staters that are like, Hey, we like the location. We like the newer build. You know, we might not want to deal with the Scottsdale hustle and bustle. And uh, it's, it's perfect. Yep. Yeah. Chandler Heights and rigs are great for building custom homes or buying big lots. Um, you're getting acreage properties over there. You're getting, I mean, as Katie knows, you get some of those uh, custom gated communities over there. Um, which are absolutely just drop dead gorgeous. I mean, right once you drive through them, you're just like in awe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're getting some newer build uh, luxury luxury homes over there, uh, million plus, all of that. Those they're breathtaking. Yeah, totally. So last but of course not least, let's talk about Mesa. Now Mesa, I think land area wise is probably the largest of the cities that we've discussed today. Um, next to Scottsdale possibly. Yeah. You think so? I think Mesa might have it. I have to look that up, but yeah. Mesa's enormous. You know, I mean, well, I'll let you explain. Population but... it is. It's the second biggest city and it's, 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 isn't it it's huge. more population or it's third it's two it's Phoenix, Tucson, Mesa. Yeah. Mesa's I, last time I looked, I want, I want to say it was about a half a million. 
Maybe I'm wrong. I don't I don't remember what the population is. I haven't looked it up in a while, but it is huge. As we're gonna actually get into it right now. <laughs> Tell us how huge so it is, Alex. Many, there's so many different areas. Um, I guess I'm gonna go like south to up. <laughs> south to north. <laughs> but I like I like to start at Dobson Ranch. Dobson Ranch is, is a is a beautiful area just south of the 60. Um it it borders Chandler and Tempe, Chandler on the south and Tempe on the west. Um, very cool area, very beautiful area. Um, you got a, a Dobson Ranch itself is, is a golf community, yeah. a very low HOA, very well maintained, beautiful homes. You only have three homes under 400,000 in Dobson Ranch currently, which yeah, absolutely sense. amazes me. Um, as you get north, it actually, it kind of drops down in, in quality and, and pricing, I guess you could say. Um, you're getting closer to, uh, what was that? Uh, where the Fiesta Mall was, yeah, the right? Fiesta District, and yeah. The Fiesta District was, now it's Banner. Um, and now, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, what else is there? MCC's over there and stuff yeah. and, and those like that. Older homes there, you're gonna get more 40s, 50s, uh, 50s, 60s built ranch style houses over there. Um, as you get more north, um, you're going to hit Main Street. And then north of that, you're going to hit um, uh, Mesa Riverview, which Mesa Riverview is an area that's starting to uh, uh, get a total change over there. Lots more. You're getting still more 50s, 60s ranch style properties. Pricing starts to go up over there. Mesa Riverview right now only has four homes uh, under 400000 over there. And they have a couple of little interesting pockets of newer stuff, like mm. gated communities that are a little bit yeah. newer, more on those smaller lots, you know, the two and three stories. Um, if you get around that ball field, that ball field's pretty yeah. popular. Very popular. Yeah. And they got great shopping there, great restaurants there. Tempe Marketplace uh, isn't far at all. No. Yeah. Tempe Marketplace isn't far. Honestly, that is actually a very good point. That's a very good location too, because you're right next to the 202 and the 101. Yep. Um, so traveling from there is you can get easy. anywhere. You, you can get downtown Sky Harbor easily. You can get all the way up to North Scottsdale easily. It's that's a great location. Um, going from, but the, a good point that you made right there. The cool thing about Mesa is you got these random <clears throat> in the middle of like all the like older pockets. You got random newer pockets in there, mm -hmm. um, just because of some just random land grabs uh, that builders built newer homes there, which is very cool. Mm -hmm. um, and I really like that about Mesa. Now going east of Country Club, uh, now let's say you're south of Brown. That's all going to be downtown Mesa area, south of Brown, um, going all the way to Broadway. Um, so you're going to go, uh, you're going to be from Country Club, to let's say like, what, Mesa Drive? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's going to be all your downtown historic district homes. Those built, those homes are going to be built anywhere from 1900 to 1950s. You got some pockets of 1960s homes there. Um, those are starting to shoot up in price as well. Yeah. Um, very popular homes. They're rare to come up in on the market. Uh, very cute neighborhoods. Irrigated lots there. You can find some really special ones that are even hitting close to a million dollars. Um, now, if you're in West Second Street, that's going to be the most expensive one. Those are going to be hitting over a million evergreen after that. Um, and, and those are really nice communities. I really like those. 
Um, and you're in the heart of downtown Mesa. So you're right next to the shopping on main street, which is really light cool. Rail, right next to the light, light rail in the Phoenix and, uh, the new ASU campus that's, uh, about to be, uh, going live. Yep. So the arts district there. Yeah. It's and, grown. It's grown so much. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, just North of Brown is like one of my favorite areas. I really like it over there. I think it's got a lot of character. Um, uh, by like, uh, you know, like, say like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Grove's a little, a little bit, bit more further. east of that. Yeah, a little bit further east of that. So that's when you when you start getting closer to the Groves, that's when you start getting it uh, a little bit less affordable, I guess you could say. Um, those homes are going to be well over 400,000 when you start getting close to like Lindsay or uh, Val Vista um, and, and that area. But, but even between Stapley and Gilbert Road, going a little bit west, Stapley and Gilbert Road, you're actually going to find a lot more affordable homes under 400000 over there, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, going more east to the Groves um, gets, a, gets, gets more expensive. Um, then you got the area near Falcon Field, the airport over there. Um, you actually find a little bit of newer homes there mixed in with the ranch-style homes. You can still find homes under 400000 over there. Um, and then you get a little bit more east and then you start getting closer to Apache Junction that it, it gets a little bit more affordable again as you get more east uh, over there. You can find homes under 400,000 over there. But then you shoot up north. You get closer to the north, uh, the, the Red Las Mountain Sendas. area. Yeah. Sendas, Red Mountain area. And then that's another area that's going to be more luxury style, um, higher, uh, higher end um, higher end shopping, higher end dining over there. It's it's going to be close to impossible now to find homes under four hundred thousand over there. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and then just if you shoot straight south of there, that area has yeah. blown up over the last couple mm-hmm. of years, and there's even more blowing up to be done that's in the works, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you just you got it all to, you know tied together. You know, what I mean that whole eastern East area. Eastmark going into Queen Creek, all of this area. That's where a lot of a lot of developments happening. That's where a lot of big companies are coming in. That's where a lot of people are setting up life. Um, and as you start getting easier access and freeways and development, they're just becoming, you know, way more, um, we'll say, sparkly to new buyers. And it makes sense. You can get a lot of home in these areas. And uh, and I do think there's a lot of really good speculation for future appreciation. Yeah, and all those homes are built from 2014 on. So those are all just new homes right there in Eastmark. Big tech hub over there. Lots of um, lots of new companies uh, building warehouses and and uh, and uh, different businesses over there. It's really cool. Yeah, it is, and huge. I mean, Mesa is just so massive. So, all right, guys. So we've gone through you know, a handful of the East Valley cities didn't touch Queen Creek. It's a little bit further South. Um, (laughs) Queen Creek is another one. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, But on the count of three, I just want to see if we can do this out of the cities that we talked about, what city has the most bang for your buck? Ready? One, two, three. Mesa. What? You really believe that? I kind of do. Tell us why. Well, I I like Mesa. I think Mesa is very affordable. Okay. I do think so. Um, the thing that I like about Chandler is it's, it's location and it's kind of being pinched. 
in that area between a lot of the up the the, the up and coming desirable area of Mesa, the up and coming desirable area of Gilbert, the up and coming desirable area of Tempe. That's true. Um, the the homes themselves are very well constructed. You can buy their their older homes are built in the in the 1970s. So you're not dealing with bad sewer lines, uh, bad plumbing, yeah. all that stuff. It's, it's, it's a lot more rare. So I do believe you're just, if you're moving into that house and you're saying, Hey, I want to be stay between four and 500, you're going to possibly get a little bit larger of a lot. Um, probably a slump built brick home. Um, so there's a lot of things that I, that's just, that's just my feeling. <laughs> but, but as far as like, I don't, I don't discount Mesa. I think Mesa is actually like, there's a lot of good things in Mesa, a lot of good things. Mm-hmm. And and as far as, so if, when you pulled up under 400,000, what did you come up with? Uh, uh, for in Mesa? Mesa, 76 homes. Okay. There you go. Okay. And, and the, and it's closest runner up was what Chandler with four. <laughs> yeah. Do we remember? Uh, no, Tempe was 10. Oh, Tempe. Yeah. There uh, we go. Scottsdale was zero. Chandler and Gilbert combined under 400,000 was 12, I want to say. Okay. Okay. So there's a far and more you could selection. Split that, split that in half. I think it was like six and six. So yeah. Gotcha. So far more selection in Mesa yeah. if you are budget conscious. Absolutely. And I think, you know, going back to if we were saying, hey, if I'm a first time home buyer and I'm really thinking about the future, I know that this isn't going to be my last home. It could turn into an investment. One of my motivating factors here really isn't the emotion in the purchase, but more so capitalizing on the rate. Mesa wins Mm -hmm. because I do believe Mesa does have a huge speculation to it, locking in um, the homes that you're probably seeing in that price range are going to be a little bit smaller um, older built, but what they're going to have is a little bit larger lot. So that really allows you to do some value add. So you might move into a 1300 square foot home, but you have enough room to go ahead and throw 500 square feet on or plus get that extra bedroom. And that's a huge investment turns into a great, great, uh, rental. So absolutely. And you're probably going to find, um, obviously there are HOAs everywhere, but you're probably going to find homes, uh, more frequently that don't have an HOA so that you have a little bit more flexibility with that too, because that's not something that we spoke about when we were talking about budget, when you're buying in Scottsdale and you're buying a condo or a townhome, you're, you've got a pretty high HOA most likely, right? We didn't talk about that when you're buying in Chandler, especially the newer areas, um, you know, Chandler, Gilbert, those newer areas are going to have HOAs there. Um, so, I mean, obviously we know East Mark has one too. So, so there are some in Mesa, but I think that if you're looking for that starter home with no HOA so that you can be as budget friendly as possible, Mesa is a really good city to look at. Yeah. Yeah. All righty then. That was a lot of great, a lot of great information. That really was. You're the best, Alex. I love being able to sort of do this off the cuff, picking your brain kind of thing. We didn't have a script for today, guys. Not that we usually have a script, but we put Alex on the spot a bit and you pass the test. You get to remain on. (laughs) You're good. You'll invite me again? Yes. Seriously? Yeah. Yes. Forever. <laughs> air hugs, air hugs right now. Virtual hugs. All right, guys. If you are interested in being a guest on this show, please follow us at Team EvoAZ. And that is our handle on Facebook. These guys run our Instagram. So we I know we are on Instagram. Uh, we are also on YouTube. So definitely hit us up there. Shoot us a quick message if you want to get on the show. We would love to chat with you. Or if you even just have any questions that you oh, that think too. that would be you know, a good topic or something that you'd like to learn about. We love that. So 
That's true. And, and that's a great point. And that happens a lot. So we do get a lot of messages. So thank you, everybody out there that that follows that follows these shows. I know that we have you out there because we actually get questions about the things that we talk about on the show. So anything real estate, we are here for you, even if it's something that, you know, is out of state, if you need help out of state, we can do that. We have teams popping up all over the country. Um, and while you're at it, please subscribe, download, and rate us on your most favorite podcast platform, probably the one that you're listening to us on right now, because that helps us get the real info out to the real people. Real time. Real time. All right, guys. Thank you so much, Alex. Bye, everyone. Thanks, Alex. Thank you, guys. Have a good Bye. weekend.